Hello, hello. Welcome to Festival Talk. Now I'm your host, David Sikorsky. And we have an amazing show today. We are going to be talking a little bit about Governor's Ball versus Sasquatch Music Festival. I figured it'd be a great time to kind of begin talks on these two festivals that are happening in the spring summer. Uh, the Sasquatch Music Festival, of course, takes place in George, Washington um, on May 27th to May 30th. It's a three-day music festival. And Governor's Ball takes place in June. And no, they're, they're just close enough where one could go back to back. So that one's so Governor's Ball takes place in Randall's Island in New York City. Uh, it used to be it actually used to take place on Governor's Island, which hence the name Governor's Ball. Governor's Island is that small little island off the bottom southern tip of Manhattan. You know, kind of close to the Empire State Building with these amazing views of the skyline of New York and it used to be great on Governor's Ball. I remember I went to them on they're still there. Uh, Governor's Island is a really great you know, location. It used to be an old Navy base, I believe. Um, but then they turned, they changed it as attendance kind of rose and it was very difficult to get there. Cause the only really only way to get to Governor's Island was through a ferry and ferrying people to a giant music festival back and forth. Isn't really, accommodating and if anything it's not really safe if god forbid something were to occur on the island you wouldn't be able to get people off of it in time so now they have it at randall's island which is a small island between manhattan and uh queens brooklyn um on the east side of Manhattan. And to get to there, you get multiple places. You can drive there, you can take the train, you can take a water taxi, uh, you walk. <laughs> so Reynolds Island uh, it just is more accommodating. So that's where Governor's Ball is held now. It's again, June 3rd and 5th. And then we're gonna kind of talk a little bit about the lineups. Uh, the Governor's Ball lineup this year was incredible. When it was announced, I don't think anyone who is a music writer or a festival writer of sorts didn't you know, kind of cream their pants over the fact that this lineup is incredible. But so is Sasquatch's lineup. And they do boast kind of acts that are similar, um, but we're gonna talk a little bit more about Governor's lineup first. And then from there, we'll kind of chat a bit about what the difference is between Governor's Ball and Sasquatch. Um, first, let's start with the headliners. So Governor's Ball headliners this year, we have Kanye West, who put on a really great performance last year. First of all, Kanye West has, I'm pretty sure Kanye West has played Governor's Ball in the past, like various times. And he's, you know, it's not gonna be anything different. If you've seen Kanye's shows don't very, very much. Um, they're all really great, don't get me wrong, um, but they're pretty similar. The only time I've really seen Kanye West do something different was during the FYF festival Frank Ocean was supposed to be the headliner and like the week before he canceled out and he still hasn't put out that new album too. So I don't know what's wrong with Frank Ocean. Anyways, they brought in Kanye West for a last minute change as a headliner and he just rocked the house. You know, he put all the good hits, all the big radio hits and like towards the end of his set, he did like a 10 minute 
rant where it just it was like a kind of a machine gun rapid fire of all his top hits over the years um and he did about a minute for each song or maybe it was 30 seconds for each song and he just went non-stop go through each each big hit or going through all college dropout all of it and that was pretty cool uh, he's a great performer. Uh, the lights and visuals uh, not kind of lack thereof, to be honest. But he's one of the headliners. And then, of course, one of my favorite New York bands, The Strokes. I always said growing up that, you know, when you think of New York music, you know, you know, you could think of people like the Ramones from, you know, that era. But the newer eras, at least like early 2000s or late 90s era, of what's happening to the evolving music scene in New York. I always brought it back to the Strokes. The Strokes were kind of that, this is where the New York rock scene is heading. This is the evolved New York City rock scene. And the Strokes are great. I also said Nas was also kind of like the evolving hip hop scene in New York. But anyways, we have Kanye West with the Strokes. We have the Killers. Brandon Flowers was doing a really solo tour for a while and that was okay. I liked, I, I had mixed I had mixed feelings on Brandon Flowers' solo stuff. Some people really loved it. He got into touch with a lot of 80s pop music, uh, and it was really good in that sense. But I think during his performance at Life is Beautiful, which is a music festival that happens in Las Vegas, Nevada, he kind of synced back up with the Killers, and he brought them out on stage, and the audience went nuts and crazy for it. And there are also rumors that they're going to be working on a new album this year, so you can intend to hear some new stuff as well as some of the older great stuff that everyone knows. So that's going to be the Killers. Then, of course, we have Beck. Beck's amazing. Beck came out that new album last year, which was incredible. So we'll probably be hearing a lot of new Beck. You won't be hearing a lot of old Beck. We have Robin. We have Death Cab for Cutie. I saw Death Cab for Cutie numerous times last year, and it's just all the feels. You get all the feels from it. It's just an amazing show. Uh, heading back down the lineup, we have M83. M83 is also rumored to be doing some recording and some studio work for a new album this year. So you're actually going to see them on a lineup on festival lineups uh, everywhere, so that's not going to be a new one. Uh, you could, you'll probably catch M83 at many other festivals as well, including Coachella. Hyam, Hyam is currently in the studio right now, working on an album. I'd imagine it's probably going to be done by the time Governor's Ball happens in June. So you're probably going to hear a lot of new Hyam. So they're going to push that out. Of Monsters and Men are fun. Chet Faker is such a great time. Chet Faker is also on this lineup. We have Churches, the Churches album that they just came out with. Uh, you know, left for you know a little bit wanting, but. They're going to be on this. They're going to be on this festival lineup. They've been on a lot of festival lineups all throughout 2015, kind of pushing that new album. So I'd be curious as to what they're going to do here at Governor's Ball. Two Door Cinema Club uh, is in the studio finishing up a new album, and again by Governor's Ball, they'll probably have it done. And according to rumors that are you know confirmed rumors through interviews, when they kind of chat a little bit about what they're going to be putting out. They're reinventing themselves. Uh, the Two Door Cinema Club sound is amazing. I love their I love their work, but we're gonna see a new Two Door Cinema Club. Supposedly, they're just completely reinventing themselves for this new album. So you'll be hearing some new stuff from that, which would be great. And Mike Snow, that that group comes back to New York. I haven't seen Mike Snow perform in New York since like the Webster Hall performance in like 2012. So that's gonna be amazing to see Mike Snow back. Father John Missy is gonna bring all the great tunes and vibes. Jamie XX, of course, is gonna be amazing. Block Party. Block Party played their final American 
show at the FYF Music Festival in Los Angeles this past year. And then they went back into the studio with a new drummer because their previous drummer, the original founding drummer of the band, uh, you know, they kind of left with artistic difficulties and misunderstandings, to say the least. So Black Party is back in the studio working on a new album. So they're going to be coming back to Governor's Ball and they're going to be performing that new sound. We have Gary Clark Jr., which is amazing. Matt and Kim is one of my favorite festival performers they are so energetic and so engaging honestly if you want to just have this amazing time at a, at a really great festival set matt and kim is one of my favorite daytime sets to catch actually big grams which is the duo or the collaborative work between fanagram and outcast big boy so that's called big grams they, they play their first together performance last year during the treasure island music festival here in san francisco and that was an amazing show i unfortunately missed it because i was down at i believe i was down at fyf um but i heard it was amazing i saw some of the coverage from it and you'll be You'll be surprised to, to see some really great music for that as well. Lord Huron's going to be performing. Action Bronson's always a good time. Puri Ring has just been grinding through the festival circuit. They, I have not gone to a festival so far and have not seen them. So they are everywhere, all over the place, and it's great. So Puri Ring also puts on a really fun time. They're very bassy. Puri Ring, is, their festival live sets is extremely bassy. So whatever you're typically used to, uh, it's just going to be a lot bass here. But they're really great in terms of their visuals. The lead singer, when she performs and she's singing around the stage, she kind of dances through these hanging lights, these like hanging little, you know, almost elvish, rainforesty, magical lights which come into the air, which is really fun. Other performers we have is Mac Miller, which is really great. Courtney Barnett killed it. Pedestrian at best was uh, such an amazing album slash single song it was incredible um i put her on top of all of my best of 2015 artists and albums and singles so it's gonna be great to have her there we have joey badass dutu mont is such a great great time uh i'll be really curious to see how he actually performs his set if he goes with a more dancier vibe or if he goes with an actual you know, more chilled out vibe, which is kind of the music that he's used to. You know what? Let's actually listen to some music from the Governor's Ball lineup right now. Some of the few artists that we've talked about. And then we'll get back to the rest of the artists. And then we'll kind of go towards which artists you'll see at Sasquatch as well. So right now, here's some music from the Governor's Ball lineup, and then we'll come back and we'll talk a little bit more, and then we'll talk a little bit about Sasquatch. So again, thank you guys for tuning in to Festival Talk. I'm your host, David Sikorsky, and we're broadcasting to you live from our studios here in San Francisco via BFF.FM.
Let us know where you're listening from. Hashtag
That was a little taste of the music that's coming to you if you end up going to Governor's Ball Music Festival in New York at Randall's Island in June. The lineup is pretty incredible, um, but a few of the artists that I particularly would be more interested in would be Torres, Bully, and De La Soul, who are performing there, as well as Vince Staples. Um, It's a incredible lineup governor's ball is is amazing here's some music from the three artists that i would be most stoked to see uh but here's some music from governor's ball music festival heather i'm sorry that your mother diseased in the brain 
diseased in the brain cannot recall your name Heather I dreamt that I Oh, 
just me, myself, and I. I. It's just me, myself, and I. It's just me, myself, and I. It's just me, myself, and I. Now you tease my plug one style and my plug one spectacle. You say plug one and two are hippies, no, we're not just pure plug four. Always pushing that we formed an image, there's no need to lie. When it comes to being plug one, it's just me, myself, and I. It's just me, myself, and I. It's just me, myself, and I. Proud, I'm proud of what I am. Poems I speak are plugged too tight. Please, oh please, let plug to be himself, not what you read, all right? Right is wrong when hype is written on the soul. They lie that style is surely our own thing. Not the fourth disguise of showbiz. They lie solely from the soul. And in fact, I can't deny. Strictly from the Dan Call Stucky and from me, myself, and I. It's just me, myself, and I. Think they diss my person by stating I'm darkly packed. I know this, so I point at Q-tip and he states black is black. Mirror, mirror on the wall, shovel chestnuts in my path. Just keep on up with the nuts so I don't get an aftermath. But if I do, I'll calmly punch them in the fourth day of July. Cause they try to mess with third degree, that's me, myself, and I. Nah. It's just me, myself, and I. It's just me, myself, and I. It's just me, myself, and I. So that was De La Soul. Before that, we had Torres and Bully, who are also performing at Governor's Ball. The lineup at Governor's Ball is just incredible this year. I think it's the best I've ever seen. We're going to have Bob Moses there, Thundercat, uh, Circle Waves, Black Pistol Fire, Louis the Child, Day Wade, the London Souls, which are such an amazing blues rock band, uh, Holly Miranda, Tor Miller, Fiddler's amazing. Albert Hammond Jr. is really good. Vic Mensa. Again, there's Against Me. We just went on a really great uh, cross-country tour last year. Vince Staples came out with that new album, which was just complete fire. Catfish and the Bottlemen. They're a great Scottish band. Governor's Ball lineup is incredible. When we move over to Sasquatch Festival, we have a few crossover bands that are duplicated bands. So M83 is going to play both. Chet Faker is playing both. Jamie XX is both. Purity Ring, Big Grimms, and Lord Huron are going to be at both. So you won't be missing those if you had to choose. 
a little other, a couple other facts is Governor's Ball is huge. You know, when you go to Randall's Island, you're talking around 140,000 person attendance over two days. Sasquatch is a four day, 50,000 people. So it's a little bit more intimate and it's a totally different scene. So for Sasquatch, you can camp. There's camping available and there's multiple, you know, kind of choices you can make and there's different options there's standard camping which just has like comfort stations and just one vehicle camping sites there's premier camping there's this terrace camping there's glamping available i think those are sold out but again they offer all these different types of camping so with a 50,000 person festival with camping in this beautiful beautiful serene background of the gorge just incredible to look at and it's just a much more intimate experience for new york they're going to be 140,000 people at randall's island everyone's just going to be shuffling in and out the last show ends at 11 i believe at governor's ball and they kick everyone off sent back on whatever subway car water taxi that they arrived in and they're back in new york city so if you've never been to new york city if you're not from new york city well actually if you're from new york city of the convenience of a festival back in your backyard if you're not and you want to travel you're going to be hanging out in new york um you're most likely going to want to go out afterwards which is fine because the bars don't close till 4 a.m anyway but you also don't want to ruin the next day again it's only a two-day festival so you don't want to ruin the second day or else you only got you know one day the difference for sasquatch music festival is they don't have single day tickets for them you have to buy the four day pass and that starts at 350 dollars which is a much difference or a big difference compared to the three-day admissions at Governor's Ball, which starts at 275 I think you get a better deal with the 350 for Sasquatch. The VIP tickets go out of control. You can get a three-day super VIP pass for $2,000 at Governor's Ball, and for Sasquatch, it's something like uh, $4,000 or something ridiculous. Um if you're really looking into getting those VIP super tickets, but I hope you're not because you'd want to just get a regular ticket and enjoy it with the rest of everyone else. Uh, oh, to, to correct myself, the Sasquatch super ticket is actually $5,500. It's a two-person package and includes a fully furnished glamping tent with a wood platform floor featuring one or two double beds, linens, electricity, uh, all the amenities, 24-hour security, hot showers, coolers, um, you know, electric ports, a, a box seat super tickets, for everything, access to VIP viewing areas, and in and out privileges for $5,500. I hope you don't really do that personally. But I mean, I guess if you have the money, do it. I don't know. But those are like the major differences. For Sasquatch, it's a much more intimate festival. It's four days, there's camping involved, and it's beautiful outdoors, kind of connect with the environment and just really chill out and get great vibes and meet some new people. Governor's Ball is very traditional music festival. 150,000 people it's you know in this very crowded area um but it does have some backgrounds of the skyline of new york city which is pretty to look at as well so i guess it's kind of your call and see what you'd like again let's go let's talk a little bit about the sasquatch lineup which is pretty incredible 
it the major players for the Sasquatch Festival is Florence and the Machine, The Cure, Disclosure, and Diplo's group Major Laser. Uh, compared to Governor's Ball lineup, the Governor's Ball headliners, I would rather go see, personally, Kanye West, The Strokes, The Killers, and Beck versus Florence and the Machine and The Cure. The Cure I saw at Bottle Rock Music Festival last year. The Bottle Rock Music Festival happens in Napa, California, and they were good. They played all the hits. Uh, it's crazy to see how they have aged, but they definitely still get the same sound out there. Major Laser is always a great time. Florence Machine brought the house down when she performed at the Voodoo Music Festival in New Orleans last year, which was incredible, incredible performance. She just dances around the stage and just has such a powerful voice. It's an, it's an incredible act to see, and she's an amazing headliner. To be honest, I don't know. I would it would be against Kanye West and Florence Machine if you had to battle them out and do like a celebrity death match. But I think Florence, it's just her voice carries so much. Kanye West would be more of a party if that makes sense. Again, back to the Sasquatch lineup. We have Alabama Shakes, which is incredible. Their album that dropped last year was amazing. We have ASAP Rocky. Surf Jam Stevens is in that same boat. Again, M83 is going to be performing at both festivals, so you don't really have to pick there. One of the major players that I, that kind of changes it for me is this artist who's also going to be playing at Coachella, too, is Grimes. Grimes came out with that incredible album and the single Reality as well. Uh, she's not going to be at Governor's Ball, but she will be at Sasquatch. And seeing her in an intimate setting like that with the backdrop of the gorge and this beautiful kind of cliff canyon side of Washington, it would be an incredible show. So I would want to check that out. Chet Faker is going to be at Governor's Ball and Sasquatch. So you don't really have to pick or choose there. Leon Bridges. The thing with Leon Bridges. So... Amazing artist, amazing musician, very bringing back, you know, some old school, very R&B soul, you know, if you want to talk about kind of Sam Cooke and James Brown era style music, you know, when he first started out, the artist as a person and a human being himself is actually very shy and you can tell he's had a very introverted demeanor to himself, very shy demeanor, and that kind of unfortunately goes into what his onstage performance is kind of like. His his presence isn't very invigorating. It's not very something that's engaging for the audience to want to dance along. He's not really moving much. He kind of just snaps his fingers and moves it back and forth while he just stands and sings. Again, his voice is beautiful, so it, shouldn't, it doesn't matter. But now and then you want to have an artist that knows how to work the stage and knows how to work the audience and get the energy going. And unfortunately, he didn't do that when he performed at the Outside Lands Music Festival here in San Francisco last year. But word on the street is... He's actually been very cognizant of that and has been working towards that and has been working with a lot of choreographers and different music producers and other fellow musicians on trying to improve that. So his live performances lately have actually been a lot more engaging. So it'd be great to see how his performances have evolved since or until the Sasquatch Music Festival. So that would be great. Uh, Jamie XX is going to be at both 
Governor's Ball and Sasquatch, and I changed there. Period Ring will be up both as well. But then you have our San Francisco homies, Tycos, just brings all the feels. They played this amazing New Year's Eve performance called The Big One here in San Francisco at the Bill Graham Civic Auditorium. And I also saw them perform at the FYF Music Festival, or no, not FYF, TBD Music Festival up in Sacramento. And they do such a great job. It's a very live act. It brings all the all the instruments. He's nothing. He's the entire polar opposite of a, of a button push and it's a great, great performance to see. Uh, continuing down the Sasquatch lineup, we have Alan Stone, Mac DeMarco, Lord Huron. Lord Huron's going to be at both festivals. Kurt Vile and the Violator is amazing. Uh, Big Grams is going to be at both. Um, and then we have another great up-and-comer is Nathaniel Ratliff, who dropped the SOB single last year, which just blew up and gain them a lot of attention. So I'm really curious to see what becomes of them. So they're going to be there as well. We have Rudimental Caribou is going to be such a great thing to see, especially just it's it's one of those beautiful things where a festival can get a lineup and of artists that makes sense for the environment. You know, just it, it meshes well with what's around you and, and being outside and having these beautiful colors of this canyon and all these people and you're you're basically at this cliffside Orpheum theater and then having music like Caribou just kind of drift everyone away. Um, also dance to is just the, a perfect, perfect matchup. Uh, if we continue down, we have Fortet, the internet, uh, Yes, a year. Borns. Borns has been killing on the festival circuit. A lot of people have been referring to him as the Prince of Pop. I saw his performance at both uh, Las Vegas and some very various other groups. But he was he performed at the Life is Beautiful Music Festival in Las Vegas, and it was very fun. It was really great. Again, he moves around the whole stage, and he's really fun. He's got really great interaction and bantering with the crowd as well. Unknown Mortal Orchestra is going to be at Sasquatch. We have Ty Seagal, Savages, Frightened Rabbit, Blind Pilot, Wolf Alice. To be quite honest, there's a whole lot of UK bands performing at Sasquatch. When I look over this, when I look over the lineup, there's just a lot of them, actually. Um, a few other really great artists. We have Vince Staples is going to be there, Houndmouth, Vic Mensa, St. Motel, Matt Corby, uh, Abey. Noah Gunderson, Chelsea Wolf, Shamir has been killing. Shamir had such an amazing 2015 breakout year, so I can't wait to see what his work is in 2016. Uh, King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard, they're a super fun, high-energy band. Kaleo, we have Soak. Soak is this amazing Irish singer, songwriter. She's just this very young, very kind of timid ass like kind of timidish voice but it works very well it it's very delicate but it's actually very beautiful at the same time so soak's gonna be there uh bully is gonna be performing both at governor's ball and at sasquatch you won't have to miss them if you decide to have to choose the lineup is pretty incredible when it when you continue going down the line um of the sasquatch lineup versus the governor's ball lineup you'll see that Governor's Ball lineup has amazing artists who've killed it in 2015, and they're at the top of their game in terms of album recording, you know, the latest singles, the top of their genres, the top of playlists, the top of critic albums of the, to follow. Governor's Ball has all of that. 
compared to the Sasquatch lineup, they have amazing, amazing artists who are just on the, who are continuing on the rise. They're just continuing on the rise. So you don't know of them yet. They haven't had that. Maybe they've had a few, like a, a scattered amounts of breakout singles, but they haven't had that big album that everyone that, you know, people that don't follow music will know. Your parents will just happen to know of them. And Sasquatch provides that really great music lineup for music discovery of the next big band and these bands are all on the rise when i look over this lineup it's just bands that are all just going up with momentum and the sasquatch festival has that compared to the governor's ball lineup that you have bands that have now been to or have created or established that type of we are a great band like this is the best indie band in in the country or in the world like this is one of the best indie albums one of the best alternative albums you have all those at governor's ball compared to sasquatch where you have these are you know the the next best alternative or indie or djs or music producers to follow so that would be the major difference between the two besides the fact that sasquatch is four days and governor's ball is three and that you can camp at sasquatch you can't cap at governor's ball but you can do an airbnb in new york city and hang out afterwards and do some after parties, which I'd imagine would be happening during Governor's Ball, which would be fun to do. The intimacy of Sasquatch with the 40,000 people and the camping definitely, you know, changes the environment compared to Governor's Ball with 150,000 people who are in the middle of New York City, which is an 8 million person populated city, one of the biggest cities in the world. So there's that difference as well. Let's listen to a little bit of music from the Sasquatch lineup, and you'll kind of understand what I'm talking about in terms of it's a definitely more toned-down vibe um, for the music. So we'll start off with some Soak, we'll maybe moving to some Wolf Alice and some Vince Staples, and then maybe even listen to some Grimes, who I would... Like, Grimes and Florence and the Machine would be the major reason for me to want to go to Sasquatch over Governor's Ball, um, except for the Strokes. The Strokes are... The biggest reason I'd want to go to Governor's Ball as well, as well as Torres. But Bully's going to be at both festivals as well. Um, but here's some music from the Sasquatch Music Festival to kind of give you a taste of what you would be in store for.
All right, so that was some music from the Sasquatch lineup this year. Again, we went over Governor's Ball versus Sasquatch. The Governor's Ball headliners, we have Kanye West, The Strokes, The Killers, which is going to be amazing compared to the Sasquatch lineup, which we have Florence and the Sheen and like Major Lazer. The, again, the Sasquatch attendance is around 50,000 people compared to the Governor's Ball attendance, which is 150,000 people. Again, Governor's Ball is over three days. Sasquatch is over four days. You can camp at Sasquatch. You're going to have to find a hotel or an Airbnb in New York City. You have Randall's Island, which is this dope little island that's between Queens, Brooklyn, and Manhattan. And then you have the gorge which is this beautiful outdoor backdrop for sasquatch your choice the lineups are amazing again m83 is going to be playing at both different festivals period wing is going to be at both big grams is going to be at both jamie xx is going to be at both and lord huron is going to be at both but again and bully is going to be at both the only differences that i would see that i would take into personal consideration would be grimes that's playing at sasquatch who's also performing at coachella but this way you don't have to be at coachella you can just go to sasquatch and see grimes perform which is going to be amazing or you can go to new york and see the strokes and the killers are coming out with some new album stuff which would be really dope to check out as well Again, um, thank you everyone for tuning in the festival talk this week. Next week, we'll talk about some new festivals and maybe we'll put them against each other again. Again, you can't go wrong with either Sasquatch or Governor's Ball this year. They did an amazing job on the lineup. The Governor's Ball lineup is basically all the artists that are at the top of their game right now. Uh, we have everyone from Haim, Churches, Chet Faker. You know, Mike Snow is going to be coming back. Two-Door Cinema Club is actually reinventing themselves. So that would be really cool to see what their new sound is. Uh, Block Party will also be dropping a new album around the same time that they'll be performing Governor's Ball. So you'll get to see the new Block Party. And then the new Block Party, including the new drummer. Since the founding drummer of Block Party did leave. So, you know, we have a new drummer. We might have a new sound. So I'd be curious to see what that sounds like. Again, you'll have all the great artists atop their game at Governor's Ball, but Sasquatch is going to have a lineup of all the artists that are on the up, up, and up. So it'd be really great to see everyone from Bejo to Lulu, So, Kaleo. Well, Kaleo's been around. Um, King Gizzard and the, and the Lizard Wizard, Shamir, Wet, Matt Corby, Abey, uh, Vic Mensa, and Vince Staples. And again, you can choose. You can't go wrong with either festival. Um, I wish you luck if you have to choose between the both. I'm very envious if you get to go to both. Hopefully, I can try and make my way to one of them this year. But again, I'm your host, David Scorsi. Thank you, everyone, for tuning into Festival Talk, broadcasting live from our studios here in San Francisco on BFF.FM.
off our shoulders. 